All right, welcome to Living in Southern Maryland podcast. Today, I got a great guest with me today. His name is Joey Sikorsky of Patuxent Adventure Center. Joey, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Why don't you go ahead and give us an overview of kind of like what Patuxent Adventure Center is, and especially people new to the area, what, what are the key things to know about it? Yeah, so we are a full-service bike shop, a full-service kayak shop that also does rentals for bikes and kayaks. Um, we have a bike retail location in Solomons, Maryland. We have a kayak retail location in Leonardtown, Maryland at the Port of Leonardtown and the Leonardtown Winery. And then three rental locations. The, we have one at Solomons, one at the Port of Leonardtown, and one at the Leonardtown Wharf. Um, so there's a lot going on. I'm the general manager of the operation down here. Um, we, uh, yeah, we just try to do as much as we can on the water and on the roads around here. It's a, it's probably one of the best places to do it. You guys are like everywhere around the Southern Maryland area. So that's awesome that like someone could basically be almost anywhere in Calvert and St. Mary's at least. And even into Charles, like and and access you guys. So something I don't know a lot about, but a lot of people do ask me about as a realtor is the cycling aspect of it. Um, is that a big thing around here? I'll see people out on the road sometimes, but are, are there a lot, mm-hmm. a large, amount of cyclers down here there is and uh covid the covid bike boom added to that um there's a transition of people riding road we have mountain bike trails um we have great road cycling and we have rail trails in our area so between all that you can get someone comfortably riding a bike um, where they feel safe where they want to do what they want to do um you know st mary's county and calvert have some of the best roads i think all around to ride there's certain areas, you know, Lexington Park, Great Mills, everything around the base is kind of the only place we avoid in St. Mary's. But heck, if you go south of the Navy base, down all the way down the Point Lookout, the roads are amazing. There's not a lot of people. Um, St. George Island is where I take a lot of folks from Callaway. Um, we ride right from our shop, and we're always on the water everywhere we go. Uh, twice a year, we have a group that we do a bridge to bridge. So Solomon's up to the benedict and back down but that's at 6 a.m with a car escort on a memorial day and labor day where there's no traffic um but from here you know calvert is more of a peninsula and it's route four splits it it's a lot of out and back on ravine you know everything's a ravine around here at least uh, once you get off the highways so it's a little hilly but we have a lot of nice shoulders we have some great neighborhoods um it's pretty protected and quiet uh saint mary's is extremely massive with the amount of roads you can ride on a road bike. Um, like I said, whether I get someone who wants to ride a cruiser and go to the three notch trail with their kids, which is awesome. Um, parking at Ruddy Duck and riding around Piney Point and St. George is great. And then having a bike to eat at Ruddy Duck is where I send a lot of people. Um, there's the north side, going to Charles. You, you, the navigation's a little bit different over there with a lot of Amish back roads, I call them. Right. Um, and then we have St. Mary's Lake, which is a uh, an awesome resource for people to go hike, bike, whatever. We have a new beginner trail there for kids and families to go ride or someone new. And then you That's have the awesome. whole, I think we have 14 or 15 miles now we're working on. And we're working on another That's crazy five or six miles of trails. That will take some time and some fundraising to add more trails. But that gives everyone everything around here to do something. So is that like the fundraising piece of getting those trails? Is that getting more people involved than anything else? Like... The more people you get involved, is it is the fundraising going to increase? Like the more awareness you have of it, I had no clue. Like I knew there are mountain biking trails around St. Mary's Lake. Um, I have a few friends that do that, but I had no clue that there was an effort going on that 
to add more trails. Um, and even that there was a kid one. There, uh, the lake has been, I started riding that in high school in like the mid 2000s and it's come such a long way. We have a group called Southern Maryland mountain biking and we're the ones that preserve upkeep, um, focus on bettering the trails for hikers and bikers, even the horses. Um, and, uh, Trey, who's the president is working on another five mile stretch from the route five side. Um, it, it's, it's kind of expensive to, it could be about 20 grand to lay down a mile trail, um, on state park property, because as good of trail builders as we are, um, it, you need someone that actually does it for a living with permits and stuff for reasons, uh, for insurance and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we're working on trying to, I'd like to Trey was saying, you know, about 25 miles of trails between St. Mary's Lake and, uh, it butts up to what's called Salem state forest to make it more of a destination. It'd be great for tourism. It'd be great for people to even here. We're not having to drive to Baltimore, a place called Patapsco and Rosaryville and Upper Marlboro. See, I would have had no clue to tell someone that was looking for, for mountain biking. I know, like I said, I know of St. Mary's Lake yeah. and I know of the seven mile loop, but like, I didn't know there was that much more that was around there. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. And, uh, there is a new beginner loop right from the parking lot. Um, so you could take someone that's either brand new or some kids. It's a mile loop that's really well groomed, not Rudy. And you can end up back at the parking lot. You know, if you have kids, they can play in the park when they're done. You know, you take a picnic. It's it's a good resource down here that's overlooked. Do you ever take? Do you ever do events there, like bring bikes out for rentals and stuff like that, or for kids events? Yeah, we uh, so we actually have a really nice kids program. Um, there, uh, there's a, a youth cycling team called. Uh, the Trailhawks are uh, as part of a group called NICA, which is a uh, national interscholastic youth cycling. Um, so it gets kids and, you know, school level out riding and racing. And then Alan, who runs that, started just a kids get together that will probably start back up now that summer's here to get just kids out on the bikes. That's so neat, man. Like that's, that's what it's all about right there is, He's getting more people involved, especially, especially in this, in this County where it seems like it's just starting to stay, take off the more kids and parents you can get involved, the the better your sport's going to be. That's oh, it's, awesome. It's great. Uh, a gentleman named Eric who started another bike shop over in St. Mary's called old line kicked off Nike years ago. Um, and I got a gentleman named Alan took over that cause they're trying to run a bike shop at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, the amount of youth riding now is ridiculous. It's, it's so cool. It's our favorite part. Um, and we do like I, I lead a couple rides a week out of the lake, um, and it's we've actually been getting good numbers. Um, and we have rental bikes that if someone wants to try it out, I'll bring a bike for them, the you know, pretty decent bike that they can give it a shot. Um, we'll have events every so often. I I battle um, the state park service sometimes with certain events for insurance reasons, but. You know, I do what I can to get people out. Um, it's government stuff, so like you, you, you fight back a little bit, but it doesn't stop us from doing other stuff. The red tape you got to yeah. go through just to get yourself in there. So, like, so yeah. what I'm hearing is for cycling, especially whether it's road bike or mountain bike, you don't need to be an experienced rider to join one of the groups. It's kind of one of those things, you know, that if you're not, you can get up to speed fairly quickly with the support that's there. Yeah, and I I focus primarily on getting new people out. Um, I have employees that are the fastest people around. Um, there's other riders in the group that are extremely fast. I'm looking at getting someone that's intimidated, um, needs a little bit of lesson. I used to be a kayak guide and stuff, and I still do that. So I'm, I'm very used to 
the introduction of it all. So I focus my efforts on someone that's never been out before or doesn't ride with people and they want their, even on the roadside, on our road rides, uh, we have a ride called the Average Joe. I started that in like 2011 because my name's Joey and Dodgeball came out and um, we would go from Callaway to Ruddy Duck in St. George because it gave you a little bit of everything, but that was an entry-level road ride for anyone. Um, and I've tried to keep up with that ever since. That still scares me. There's some hills on Piney Point Road that are that are pretty serious going up. Well, for me at least, going up and down. I drive them every day, and um, when I see a biker out there, I'm like, ah, you know, that doesn't look too. When you drive them, you don't think they're too bad. When you see someone cycling out there, you're like, oh my gosh, like there's no way that I could do that. But I guess there's, I guess there's a, a will, there's a way. It's a good introduction route for someone getting into road riding. Maybe someone that doesn't want to cruise around Solomon's, no, but uh, because you have rolling hills for the first three miles to the post office. Then it flattens out, but usually it means there's wind because of where we live. I lived on the Eastern Shore for a year when I met my wife, and I'm the wind will never be the same since I lived over there. But um, but it's great. It's big shoulders. It gets it's a good foot in the door, and you're not yeah. too far away from anything. And Carlos and Michael have always been good with us in the shop and using the ruddy for whatever purposes, and uh, it's pretty nice. It's awesome. Yeah, they're good people too. They're great to have them down there. That's a great resource. And so then you mentioned the three notch trail too. Like that's another one that a beginner rider could get on, especially kids, right? Oh, it's great for kids. Um, it is located at a place called John Baggett park in uh, on two thirty-five on the, I call it the Northern part of St. Mary's St. Mary's is ridiculously long from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's 12 miles from end to end and it's com- almost completely flat. There's a couple little dip. It is an old converted railroad track to a paved pedestrian trail. Um, you do have some road crossings. Um, I think there's like five or six total. Um, but it's it's great for kids. Saturday mornings can be a little difficult at times because there's so many people with kids and dogs and strollers and leashes. But if, right. you're, if you're going out there with the purpose of – a casual ride not you're trying to race someone from the end to end, that's not the place to go uh, unfortunately gotcha. i have horror stories of people trying to do that i'm like that's not what that is intended for and there is goals to bring it down to lexington park and there's still little sections here and there but it i think over some time they'll extend it all the way down it might be 10 years but with with like the exponent expansion of the fdr boulevard i wonder if that's going to start piggybacking that too because they seem to run I would assume in parallel, not parallel, but like that seems like it would be the continuation down. Yeah. I think that's part of the goal with, with the way they're doing FDR. And, Cause you have that little stretch from like, I think it's kind of like Walmart, you know, goes past the beanery a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, all the stuff to get it totally combined. But, you know, I've, mean- I've been doing this for a while. It's it, 10 years. Isn't that long? <laughs> no, no, that would be neat to see though. So um, what about paddling and kayaking? It sounds like you guys got the cycling side covered at, at all ability yeah. levels. What about paddle, yeah. or paddle boarding and kayaking? Uh, I think we even have more options for that as far as where we live. Um, I see more people getting into paddling without experience and get a little bit more comfortable with it. And because we rent and we have so much water down here and we have different access points that people don't have or don't want to do the work uh, because we do a lot of rentals. Um, I think the biggest problem with the bay is public access. 
Um, and even Solomon's, there's like one public launch in Solomon's two now. Um, the, most people aren't going to launch out of under the bridge, but that's an option for people. They do have a kayak ramp. Um, and then it's called the Waterman's Wharf at the end of Solomon's. It's technically a public. I've pulled my skip out of there. It's like Boyce Michelle. Uh, you're not going to pull a big old boat. But um, other than that, we have like one of the only kayak launches in the back of Solomon that's called Bat Creek where the old Holiday Inn is. Mm-hmm. Um, Solomon's has, I think, eight or 10 miles of water you could paddle. Maybe it's eight before you even hit the river. That's and it, it's broken up into St. John's Creek, Bat Creek, and Mill Creek. Um, I'm fortunate to live on Mill Creek. Uh, Mill Creek and uh, St. John's are a little bit more rural, less marinas. Um, versus Bat Creek where we launched, there's a lot of marinas to get out, but you can paddle up to the old Drum Point Lighthouse at the Marine Museum. You can yeah. paddle over to a little beach and go get lunch at Hidden Harbor on the backside. Like you can see dozens of ospreys and herring and eels and it's beautiful back over here. Um, and a lot of people don't realize it. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's more rural than you think back there. Like when you said kayaking, out oh, of yeah. I immediately thought of the Tiki bar and, and you know, all those areas there. Um, but I forgot about Mill Creek and how wild that, how natural that can be. What about the downtown Leonardtown location? I know that you guys have a, a presence there too. That's, that's my favorite spot. That's the, um, that's where I send people if they really want a little bit more quiet adventure. Uh, you can kind of pick your own adventure there. So, um, and Leonardtown is amazing to paddle from. Um, you have the wharf and then you have a creek called Macintosh Run, which goes from the wharf all the way up to the port of Leonardtown and it goes past that, but it's about three and a half miles uh, where you start in the open, the open little you know, part of Breton Bay and then you work yourself into the marsh and it goes from, you know, a pretty big open area where seaplanes land. They're going to have a ferry and stuff in there to Macintosh Run gets to about 10 feet wide in areas. You might have the portage over some gravel beds depending on the tide. You're going to see eagles. You're going to Let's see, I mean, I've had coyotes back there a couple. Uh, we have. I've heard some people catching uh, catching snakehead back there too. And maybe that, so, maybe I shouldn't say that on a podcast or something, but no, there. Yeah. I mean, maybe we shouldn't say it. Hypothetically, I might have I might have run into a, like bumped into a snakehead. I thought it was a log. That's awesome. About a third inch awesome. in there, and it, it bolted out of the water. Um, <laughs> the log bolted but, out of the water, of course. Yeah, that's you know, Macintosh Run is a place if you want to like have a little bit more of an, I don't know, it's the best place, an outdoor adventure experience, even though it's a three mile stretch and maybe you're from DC and you want to be like in, into the woods. It's beautiful. Half of it's marsh, half of it's uh, tree enclosed. Um, it's very tidal, but it's my favorite place to paddle down here. And so, and um, so you would, it's, you it's, rent kayaks out of that spot too, right? So it wouldn't be like someone had to bring their own kayak yeah. down there. You have a rental location there. Yeah. So we have, um, our Port of Leonardtown winery location has retail and rentals. So we have 20 some kayaks, tandems, uh, and singles. We don't rent paddle boards out of there because of the tide and the fins on the paddle board. Uh, you'll, you can impale yourself by walking off the board and there's a lot of debris. Um, and then at the wharf where it's more open and there's a lot of traffic, uh, we do rent paddle boards, kayaks, singles, and tandems. I haven't done canoes the last few years because of the COVID. Uh, issues with getting product 
um, and some manufacturer changing, but um, we have tandems that are acceptable for adults with their kids, a dog, you know, uh, singles, and most of everything we rent out is recreational based. You know, a 10 and 12 foot single that's wide and with a comfortable seat. So you can take someone that's never paddled before with a five minutes of instruction and they're going to enjoy it. Um, yeah. We don't rent sea kayaks out or anything like that. That's a small market anyway, but we do sell those. But that's a boat that's going to allow someone to get from the wharf or the winery. Um, and it's light enough or if they got to get out. You know, I tell people at low tide, there's a couple gravel beds and they're not gross and muddy like a lot of places, but you might have to, it, it's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I think. You know, I, I like to fish a lot too, and like that. Yeah, it's really good fishing when the tide's low because all the fish are hold up in your little pools, and oh, uh, it's a blast. So I, we're we're I, planning on doing that. I think in the next few weeks here, um, I'm turning forty June twenty fourth, so we're gonna make the Macintosh run. Um, thank you, thank you. So that's our plan. We've always talked about doing that, and the one from Great Mills Road down the St. Mary's River was another one we thought about doing. Love that one. Drop in at the. Uh, was it the old trading post launch or something? Um, that one's like a seven, eight miler down in the college, which for staff, we do that for fun. Um, you know, we shuttle that one. We're not going to paddle back, but similar concept. Um, and so uh, you're saying, and, and too, like out of the Leonardtown location uh, by the winery, you can do sales there. And the same with Solomon's is you have kayaks and, and paddle boards for sale there as well. Yeah, we have a small selection. So, um, Long story short, our original Solomon store burned down two years ago, um, last uh, in May, and we relocated up the street where I lost a little bit of storage. Our foot, our uh, our floor space is much bigger, but I do carry you know six or seven kayaks, about a half a dozen paddleboards. Like I carry uh, enough to give the presents. Knowing that I have a warehouse of a hundred boats over at the winery, that's a retail okay. store, full blown. So. Um, it also changed us a little bit because right behind the old shop was the water at the Holiday Inn. It doesn't mean we don't do rentals anymore, but it's a little bit harder for me to get people down if they want to demo something because we do a lot of demos. I don't believe you can buy a kayak without trying it out. Like I'm, if I'm going to buy a car, <laughs> I'm going to get in it and you know take it on a test drive. So we love to get people out on new stuff too. The stability of kayaks really varies depending on which one you have, it seems like. And I got a 10-foot... Um, tarpon right now that eventually my son's going to take that one i think and eventually i'm going to need something bigger for myself because i wish i would have known that that wouldn't have been the right size for me but i was in a hurry to buy it so um so i guess the what i'd say next is like what's the best way for people to find out all about all these meetups and all these you know different kind of things that patuxent adventure center offer yeah we're working um We've been doing a lot with our social media presence. I actually have an employee, Emma, who actually just does marketing for us most of the time. Well, she does sales too. She's, we all wear a lot of hats, um, but her focus is a lot of marketing. So we're always up on our Facebook with our events. Um, that's Pax Adventure Center on Facebook. Um, our website is paxadventure.com, which is shorter than spelling out Patuxent Adventure Center. <laughs> um, our Instagram like I said, we're trying to hit all the platforms to let people know as much as we can. Like I do a lot of events. So I use a lot of events on Facebook. Um, this weekend, uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting our social coffee paddles back up at 7 a.m. at the wharf. You know, it's a special sign up, but oh, that'll cool. go live here this afternoon. And I'm working on uh, Sean with social coffee house. So we can have his coffee down there. Um, keep, I like to keep it as local. I work really well with the town of Lindertown. 
Um, that's yeah, that's awesome. So those are going to be happening. Which what days do those happen on? So I'm going to do them every other Saturday in the month, okay. in you know June, July, and August, starting this Saturday. We have like an actual licensed paddleboard instructor that will go out with people because we get a lot of new folks for that. We offer yep. boards at a prorated like a pretty good deal to go out and enjoy. It's not sunrise because it's 7 a.m. in the summer. It's you know it's already up, but it's quiet. Everything's five thirty sunrise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and some of us will get there at five. You know, paddle before the sunrise paddle or before the coffee paddle. And, um, but that is a big thing we offer for paddling. That's other than rentals. Um, we do instructions down there too. But the coffee paddles, we used to do it every weekend in the summer before COVID. I just kind of wore myself out. But yeah, and then there's. I mean, I just talked about our few places really quick. The other place I love is down where you are is I'm bringing it back this year. Like we're doing a sup race and a kayak paddle around St. George. Um, and the island is the course. And that's even good for a regular someone a little bit more advanced by themselves, but in a group going to do a couple laps of that and then having beer and food ready for us at the ready duck is awesome. You might have to jump on that one. I think maybe we can get yeah. some uh, some GoPros out there and have some fun going around the island. That's literally yeah. putting off my off my dock and meeting me out there. That's minimal effort <laughs> effort for me. Yeah, it's we ran it in 2019. Um, Dave, the owner at the time, gave me a he's like, "Hey, do something like this." So I came up with it, did it really quick, and I thought we'd get 20 locals, um, and it was just paddleboard racing only. So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I link all your social media stuff in the comments below. So anyone that's looking to do that, and then we'll also tag you on Facebook and stuff like that. So you can get all that information, but I really appreciate you coming on here. And, you know, I hope that more people that are watching this get out there and hook up with you. It sounds like an easy, it sounds like a really easy experience. I know I was intimidated about, especially about the cycling part of it, but it sounds like you can basically get people up to speed quickly. So I'm glad we got that. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. There's so much to do down here. Um, People need to get out of the city a little bit. It's an hour drive. Yeah. Um, we, we will help as much as possible all the way to literally getting people in the water. And I lead, I lead bike rides for people that want to learn. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I thank you. Thanks. Thanks for coming yeah. on here and uh, we'll be talking soon. Maybe we'll get out there and you can teach me some cycling on the, uh, yeah, we, on some road bike stuff. I'm, I'm a little intimidated still, but I'll give it a try.